Hello and welcome to the Elevate podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne, and um, I want to thank you for tuning in. So this podcast was created with the goal of empowering and enlightening African-Americans while we all try to navigate this uh, ever-changing landscape of society. Uh, Also, it can even serve to teach members of different races of what they themselves can do to promote diversity, to promote inclusion, because um, sometimes we might have indifference, and indifference can lead to uh, disenfranchisement and us passing off a lot of bad behaviors. So uh, definitely this podcast could help there. And uh, we have to firstly admit that we all have unique experiences. And uh, as black people, we have a collective experience as well. So and uh, during the recent, um, I guess, issues that have come to light, that there's been kind of a mass awakening when it comes to the common struggles we face, whether it be you know, the Black Lives Matter movement um, with, with George Floyd, uh, all of these different issues. So I'm based in Toronto, but it doesn't mean we, we don't have similar experiences, right? Because we, we're talking about a system that pretty much is rooted in uh, very common beliefs, right? It was all founded together. So it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty much the same wherever you go. And um, it also seems that our black people in most developed countries seem to have this uh, shared experience. And um, so we, we just got past Black History Month. And um, while I believe uh, Black History Month is a start, I also think there is a lot of room for improvement. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, the changes being made and they're implemented and they're taking hold. So we can't just have a month where we say, okay, we, we put we put a light on certain things and then at the end of March, then, hey, ready for spring, let's, let's forget about everything that we were talking about last month. No, we have to keep the narrative going. We have to keep the fight going, right? So there, there definitely is a lot of room for improvement. And we need to make sure that we, we, we try to change the narrative. You know what I mean? If, if we don't make the changes we need, it will never change. We need to change our economic standing. And we need to pool our resources to help one another to be better, right? If we work together, we can definitely make improvements. It, it's hard. I know it's hard and I'll agree. But for sure, we, we can try. I live in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. So one of the most diverse large cities in the world. And uh, yet still, black people are not advancing uh, at the same rate as their counterparts, so first, I, I always like to look at the numbers. So if, if we look at the numbers, black people represent about 3.5% of the population in Canada. While in the U.S., I believe the number is closer to 10 or 11%. So uh, in Canada, that means black people pretty much, we are the minority of the minorities. And um, we have to remember that we're easily distinguished from other races. Uh, you know, just by them looking at us, we're, we're black. We, we, we have different physical features, which makes it easier to um, put us aside. So um, uh, the government, they try to make changes. 
but I don't think they really understand what's happening. So they recently announced that they were putting in about $200 million to lend black people to start businesses. So while it's, it's a good sentiment, but what will it accomplish? Uh, the foundation of any business is the customer, is the consumer. Who is going to do business with them? You know, I mean, who will give them a chance? So, in, in the U.S., they have the, the, the minority business enterprise system there, which, which actually works. So, in Canada, they would need something similar to that because you have people that, why will they want to give these people a chance? Right? You have to think of it outside of yourself. So, I'd say the government needs to implement a official minority certification system and try to identify the diversity within its own procurement system right so how are they getting uh, minorities involved with with, with um, government spending and okay now in terms of private sector um, the, the, the large government contractors uh, they need to provide incentives for these contractors to actively work with diverse suppliers, right? So not just black suppliers, but um, native suppliers, uh, all races, right? So just to work with diverse suppliers. And next, um, all levels of government should look at the procurement methods and look at the different red tape, see how that can be removed to make it easier for small businesses to compete. For contracts right and if they have the chance to gain experience then most likely they can get ahead which a lot of these contracts usually call for you need to have a certain amount of experience to be able to bid on this contract well how will they first get that experience right so we need to provide a way for people to get the experience right so no they don't have to just be workers they can start businesses thriving businesses that actually function within the, the supply chain, right? Within the economy. And that way they can um they can hire you can hire people, you can grow as as a as a people, you can thrive, right? You can dream. That that's what, what the whole thing is, is about the dream. People come to this country because uh, they're looking for a better life. So definitely that would help. And um we have to remember that there is also nepotism always there nepotism is the enemy people will tend to do business with people they're familiar with and uh, a lot of people have biases that they won't openly admit to and uh this this came very personal to me recently when a racial incident happened at my son's school so my son's in middle school i have three sons and, and my oldest is in middle school and when when i heard of that incident i i was wondering oh, how could a kid be involved in a racial incident this young and it occurred to me that um it goes back to what is this kid listening to at home what is being taught in the home right this highlights the fact that racism is learned it's not bred right so this behavior must be actively um being brought up in the home for this kid to bring it to school and these parents need to realize that these actions is what's going to create the next generation of racists. 
So we need to stop it now. How do we stop it? We need to empower people. We need to empower minorities, right? Give them a way so that they can actively dream, that they can hope. Because if you take away hope, you take away everything. That That's the number one thing. We have to give people hope. And hope. How do you get hope? So, for me, I remember when I went to school and um, I studied engineering. And when I, when I graduated, it took me forever to get a job. Right? It took me forever to get a job. I remember this one company I went to. And the, the the boss, I was in the interview and the boss there said, um, you can't hire me because I don't have any experience. So I said, um, okay, ho- that's what I'm trying to get right now because I just graduated from school. I, I'm trying to get my first job. He says, well, you don't have any experience, so I can't hire you. And that kind of got me thinking that, um, if I didn't have, if I didn't have the the drive to keep pushing, and, and it took me, it took me two years to get a job, and it was the most, it was the most ridiculous time in my life, and it, it got me thinking, what about people that don't have the patience, like who who can't sit that long, right? Right now we have a school to jail pipeline for for black kids, right? When you go to school, you have police officers walking around in the schools. Um, some of them almost like they're desensitizing black kids to police presence, right? And then they start this interaction from high school. They start this interaction, and then by the time they they get out, they end up committing crimes. They end up going to jail, and I'm I'm Jamaican and we have a we have a saying. Uh, it's probably the, we probably have the same saying here, that the devil finds work for idle hands, and I think it's true. I think it's true. The devil find work for idle hands. So if people knew that okay, I can go to school, and there is a a company that will hire me, for sure. I have confidence that I can get a job. They have confidence in that system then you would find that you know you would find that people can have hope and say i can go to university i can study to be an engineer and when i graduate with zero experience there's somebody that that would take a, a chance on me right uh, and i look at the system and i know it's a broken system because i see where uh different races might have more control over certain industries right and when their kids go to school they always know in the back of their mind that i can get a job in this industry right because their their race might be dominant in that industry right so then we go back to nepotism right it's the same thing with jobs because they can they know somebody who knows somebody and they can get in so no, you have you have black people that not all of them necessarily know somebody who knows somebody. They're strictly relying on the system and hoping that it's a fair system when in fact it's not a fair system. Right? They can't get their fair shake. 
when they even get the job, most of the times they're not going to be compensated at the same level as someone else. So there's a lot of downside to it. But if we can seek to create a more equal system right across, then now you have kids going to school. They can dream. They can know that, okay, I'm going to go and study this. And when I come out, then I can go in and I can get a job and I can I can buy a house. I can start a family and they don't they don't have to worry versus the system that we have now where it's it's so hard for a black person to start a business and and thrive it's so hard because the system is set against them right so people within themselves you, you, you can't look and say okay hopefully someone else will solve the problem you have to say no what can I do? What can I personally do to help? What you can do? You can help a black business. If you know someone and, and you know, they, they create a product or they're offering a service, you can say, okay, I will give this person a chance, right? If, you, if you're in a managerial position with, with a big company and you know something as simple as, okay, there's a contract uh, to clean the floors, you say, you know what, I will give the opportunity for a black company to bid on this job. Not give not give it to them for free. Just the opportunity to participate. That's all they need. Just the, the opportunity to participate. But the government, all levels of government have their system set up to disenfranchise minorities. And you can't rely on the public sector. To solve this problem if the problem starts with the government the government has to set the standard then the private sector will follow right so that's that's just my take and you know hopefully we can have a, a lot more discussions about this i'm hoping i can get uh, some guests on for the next show and then we can dive deep into some of these topics and you know see see if we can come up with anything that can definitely change going forward because we want to leave this world in a better position than we found it right we want to leave people with hope we want the next generation of, of kids coming up to be united we want to see the dream of martin luther king realized right the ball we, we kind of dropped the ball along the way we we, we we didn't continue to fight and I believe that's why we end up in the situation we're in right so now we have to keep the spotlight on this thing you know we have, we have the, the george floyd um trials up now so that's i know that's going to be captivating the whole world and we just want to see fairness all across the board within the justice system within the financial system within the education system right we want to see fairness and and that's all and I, I don't think that's much to ask for so definitely i want to thank you for your time today and uh just thank you for listening in man and, and i hope you, you definitely subscribe and and listen to the next one we're going to try to see if we can put out a podcast every week and just something to kind of open your mind get you thinking and say hey what can i do to make the system better to improve the, the situation and definitely you know thank you for your time and take care